This is the Draft Prospect Review Podcast on Patriots.com Radio. Welcome to the NFL Draft. The Draft Prospect Review Podcast is your source for all the latest news and information on the NFL Draft. The New England Patriots like. Now, here to review the defensive backs, the writers of Patriots.com. That's right, time again. Another Draft Prospect Review where we... Preview. The prospects, uh, and we're going to switch gears a little bit today. Um, we have the full house once again. Mike Dussault, Evan Lazar, Tease, Matisse Bauman. Uh, this is, also this is in his the house. wheelhouse. Right, right <laughs> in his wheelhouse. He <laughs> loves the draft. This is Gardner uh, wheelhouse. Right we're going to switch gears and do a little defense today. We're going to take a look at the defensive backs. Um, obviously, uh, just to set the table here for you guys to, to have at it, <laughs> cornerback and safety, I think, are – you know, rather significant needs. I would put corner ahead, but with the retirement of Devin McCourty, safety can't be ignored uh, as well. So pretty good group of corners at the top of this draft. I think one could be in play at 14, so I think yeah. we should talk, you know, uh, about all the guys. Matisse, uh, you have any any individual guy that stood out to you? I love Joey Porter Jr. I love Joey Porter. <laughs> Joey Porter Jr. I love Joey. <laughs> um, I like Joey Porter Jr. Listen, I hated his dad so did <laughs> I. he was the worst but he was a great player if i take a cornerback and he's outside guy i want to be an agitating person and that's how joy porter jr plays you need somebody to get under your skin and he's very physical very close uh, close coverage and i think that's the guy good size and not alone with those first round traits and yeah. you know a lot of guys have christian gonzalez and uh witherspoon from uh, devin witherspoon from illinois you know maybe slightly ahead of them Evan, I think you see it that way. That's the way I see it. So Joey Porter Jr. is a very, very good player, and I'm not surprised that Matisse likes him because he's a little Sauce Gardner-ish with the length and the size on the outside. But I think the one thing that concerns me with him is that I think that he's a matchup-based guy. Like I don't think that you are going to be able to just say, Joey Porter Jr., you got Tyreek Hill this week, and then next week you got Jamar Chase, right? Like you got to really make sure that you're careful – uh, with where you put him because I don't think that he has the long speed or the transitions to hang with the speedy guys like a Tyree Kill or the Jitterbug guys um, in that respect. But I love Christian Gonzalez. Uh, for the life of me, I can't figure out how this guy's not a locked top 10 consensus pick across the board. It uh, really has no flaws to his game. He's six foot two, 200 pounds, runs well, plays zone, plays man, plays match, uh, plays the run. Like, I just can't really think of anything that he does poorly. I, lo- I, I, I don't know where the flags are. Honestly. I love him. I love Christian Gonzalez. And it's like he's one of those guys where I'm like, I, I just have to make peace with he's going to go in the top 10. But I find myself going back just to watch him because I just think he's so smooth and so good. If he were there at 14, it, I, I think that would be an absolute steal. Um, but I think the Witherspoon's an interesting one. And Evan and I were talking a little bit about him because I think on one hand I, I see him as – you know, a little bit of a slot, maybe a little bit of a move around guy. He's definitely very physical. Um, but at the same time, like we need a guy on the outside. We need, you know, in, in that regard, I think Gonzalez is obvious that, you know, Porter maybe. Um, and as you get down farther in the draft, I love Deontay Banks, too. We'll get into him. But um, I, I just have I'm so torn on on Witherspoon, whether he's totally one of their type of guys or just another kind of guy that they don't really need one of those kind of guys, if, if that makes sense. He's yeah. a total first-round outlier. If he goes in the top 20, a five foot 180-pound corner going in the top 20, let alone the top 10, is not something the league usually does. Yeah, that, more that, of a nickel guy, you don't see it. Yeah, yeah you don't see that, it that's, but he's got like 10 dogs in him, right? Like He's just an absolute... <clears throat> 
demon oh, good player. on the field. Yeah, yeah good player. I, I like all three of these guys. Um, I, I think I probably like Porter more than Witherspoon, but I, I, yeah. I do like all three of these guys. I agree with uh, you know a lot of the, the points you guys made. Let's move a little bit lower, um, you know, into day two. You, um, you know, foreshadowed your guy from Maryland. Uh, you know, so what stood out to, to you? About I, I mean, I love him. I mean, I think for me, I think he could be one of those surprise guys that just kind of shoots up and is in the mid-teens somewhere. Um, I, I, he just made such an impression on me at, at the Combine, just listening to him talk, not to, you know, talk not about him on the field but off the field. But he just has that it to me. Like, i just watching this guy, and I'm like, you young man, you have got it. Uh, physical, you know, matchup what, guy. Who's he talking? What's he talking? About? <laughs> that was a quote, and I'm not sure exactly off the top of my head where it came I'll from, Paul. It. But it's one of those things that, that's a movie that was burned into my brain in HBO. Just let him go in the Just. '80s. Um, but I, I really, really, uh, really like him a lot, and I, it's almost like the kind of guy where I've considered. You know, could the Patriots just kind of swoop and take him at 14? I, I wouldn't be totally shocked. Teach, you got any of those, uh, you know, maybe late first, uh, second round, third like round D- kind of DJ guys? DJ Turner from Michigan. Good pick. Four, 4.26 speed, um, mix of inside and outside. Just think he can place him anywhere. You know, he can run with Tyreek. So I'll Anybody like Cam Smith? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he's a physical okay. guy. I wish that he – I like Cam Smith. Yep. I wish he played Jalen Hyatt a little bit tighter. Like he, he he held Jalen Hyatt in check, and I think a lot of people point to that game as a feather in his cap. But he played off eight yards off the line of scrimmage against Jalen Hyatt the entire game, and basically just let him catch everything underneath and tackled him. Yeah. Which is like, okay, that's a great game plan. Like I'm not gonna. And they also played to the it. score. That was a very high scoring game yeah. that they had a big lead in throughout. But I would just like to have seen him be like you know what i'm better than you and i'm just gonna get in your face and i'm gonna eliminate you from the equation and i, I didn't necessarily think that he did that banks though is i think banks going the first round i i think he's going in the, in the 20s uh, he's somebody that uh, you watch him against ohio state for example and that that just deep arsenal of, of receivers that they have and he's hanging with every single one of those guys from marvin harrison jr on down I, I think if you're trying to get into that like 46 range i think you're starting to talk about some of these guys that typically the patriots love their second round dbs they love to maybe go a little bit off the beaten path with who they decide to to pick so I, i've tried to kind of come up i'd with like some to see them guys. go either first or third round with the dbs i had enough of the second <laughs> round <laughs> yeah yeah right, let's try a different round yeah 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 uh, I, I and i would I'd, I'd bring up julius brents too i know yep. everybody loves him um had a, i just want to be on the record saying yeah. i don't no okay i don't love him but i i am fully uh recognized that i am on an island on that one i i think he's fine but I don't think you're he's, not on an island. I, I, I don't like him all that much. He's starting to. I'm starting to have some concerns about his profile as well because he he ran in the low four fives at the combine and long speed was a concern on film and then it was a concern now from the combine and he's faster than Jawan Williams. Like he's a great tenth, size. He's and, a, and, all, and all that stuff. He's but. a tenth of a second faster, which is that's a lot, right? When you're talking about forty yard dashes, but I, I do think that there are some similar. Does he have the the just top end speed uh, to hang with the NFL receivers? Uh, you mentioned Cam Smith. I think his teammate Darius Rush is an interesting just tools based prospect. He's got a long way to go. Technically converted from wide receiver to corner. Uh, I, I would mention him. Uh, look, okay, this could this is a long list. Like this is one of the best cornerback classes that I've evaluated in doing this for almost ten years. You know, th- this is going to be a class that I think is going to have maybe 15 to 20 guys go in the first three, two days of the draft and then some starting caliber guys 
go in round four as well. So I, I think Riley Moss from Iowa is, is another guy that needs to be talked about as somebody as we start to get into you know safety as well. I think Moss and Keely Ringo from Georgia are two guys that could probably hang for you at corner or at safety. So if you want to try them out at corner as a rookie, it doesn't necessarily pan out as, as well as you had hoped and then move them to safety like you did with Devin McCourty. Yep. I think those two guys qualify as guys that I could see doing that in, in the league and maybe being better safeties than they are corners, but still having that ability to play some corner if you wanted them to play on the outside. I, I, those are the the day two guys that I, I would look at, and then I have one one guy that is a Patriot guy that they will take that everybody be like, who the heck is this in the second round? But we can get to that in a second. No, no, we can get to it. <laughs> Corey Trice Jr. from Purdue okay. is Purdue. six foot three, 205 pounds, Ran a four four six in the forty yard dash. Press man specialist. This is everybody's got him going in the sixth round. Bill Belichick's going to get up there with the forty sixth pick, and he's going to take Corey Trice in the second round. Okay, I, I know it. <laughs> so I he's, just know he's, it. He's uh, now taking open shots at the administration. <laughs> uh, so give me uh, before we move on to yeah. safeties, guys. Yeah. Both of you, uh, Tease and Mike, give me sort of a day three flyer. Oh, someone that you kind of like. No, don't try to like match him with the Patriots. Just someone that you know oh, that guy. He's gonna yeah, have a good career. I'd throw maybe Jacorian Bennett in there, the other guy from Maryland. Uh, but you know, to be honest, I feel like I don't have a great sense of the lower guys because I've gotten so enamored with the first. There two are also days. a lot of guys to watch and sort of get familiar with and that are going to go earlier. And it's easy earlier. to just, you know, we've, we've ran through them. I, I just mentioned Garrett Williams, too, from Syracuse as a guy, you know, coming off an ACL. ACL. As, you know, has some has some traits that, that you like. But um, but I, I do I do think that, you know, Bennett is, is – I just think he's more of a slot. And that's why I think I look at the need and I say we need an outside guy. We have so many slot guys that can be moved around and, and that. I, I just – I love a guy who can play every down, play on the outside – Take on you know those those good receivers that that they face every week and those guys go in the in the first two days of the draft so I, I probably have become too focused on that and and you know though there will be some players down in the bottom of the draft that they might take flyers on but right now I'm just I got I got starry eyes. Tish, you got guys. you got uh, a late yeah listen late I love, round gem hidden gem love Riley Moss not super late my guy is Daryl Luter Jr. South <laughs> Alabama <laughs> wow quarterback deep, deep not, dive. not deep not afraid to get in the backfield and he's very good at jump balls. <laughs> I think that's just one of those guys who is either going to be a practice squad guy or is going to play here for eight years. All right, so let's move on to safety. And, um, you know, I think what's kind of interesting now is there's a lot less of the, you know, put a guy in a in a box. You know, this is a strong safety or this yeah. is, you know, a boundary or post or whatever. These guys, they play safety uh, a lot. You know, the Patriots have done this, and we talked about this. Evan talked about this a little bit on Patriots Unfiltered. Um about just the, the different ways that Belichick likes to use the safeties and hybrid kind of roles. And do you see guys with th that kind of profile, uh, Evan? So the know, biggest concern that I have with the safety class and basically safeties in general over the last couple of years, just talking about it from a the, a pipeline standpoint, like what's coming up from the college game. The, the Devin McCourty 
center fielders just don't exist anymore because all these college teams are playing too high zone. Uh, They're all playing split safety. They're all playing uh, – a lot of these safeties are playing hybrid roles in the box now like the Patriots like to do with their guys, and they're just not a whole lot of guys that just sit in the middle of the field and range over the top. It just is a really difficult skill set to find. That's why I mentioned Ringo and Moss as two guys that played corner in college that have the speed and the ball skills and, and that ball hawking ability to maybe then transition to safety in the pros. I think though a couple of guys that you look at, I think Brian Branch is eventually going to transition to deep safety. Uh, he's somebody that played nickel or that star role in, in Nick Saban's defense in the slot. Uh, but I, I think that he's ideally a, a guy that maybe makes that Devin McCourty type transition back end uh, transition to safety. Uh, his teammate Jordan Battle played free safety at Alabama. Uh, he's somebody that uh, was more in the middle of the field and played that role, but has some size at you know six one uh, to be able to come down and play in the box as well. I, I don't love this safety class. It, it's not a great safety class, and, and it's a, a class that I think has a lot of Kyle Duggars, which yeah. they, I don't know how many more of those you could possibly have on the roster uh, than with Duggar and Phillips and Jabril Peppers, and even I'd, I'd throw Joshua Bledsoe in, in that yeah. category as well. So I, I just don't really know um, where they go, but there's a couple of guys in the middle rounds that, that I think are interesting. So beyond those Alabama guys, uh, Mike and Tease, um, you know, who who stood out to you guys? Yeah, a couple a couple of favorites of mine, Christopher Smith, I like him. I think that's more, you know, in the middle, but I, I totally agree with Evan's point, and I just, I would say Brian Branch, I just he seems like a patriot to me, and Safe as much pick. as you don't Safe need pick. him, I just watch him play, and I'm like, that's that's one of their guys, and they don't really need that, but he seems like that kind of player. Um, you know, a lower Brandon Joseph from Notre Dame is another one played a lot, captain uh, that that I liked, and and uh, one final name I'll mention is Sidney Brown, who's been all over the place, but I just really like him. He's just one of those like, and, and it's, forgive me for bringing this up, but you know, special teams guy does a lot of different things. Uh, you know, maybe a later round guy, but I just like the way he plays. Plays with his hair on fire, and, and it stands out to me. I love Antonio Johnson, uh, Antonio Johnson from Texas A&M. I know he's going to be a top top guy, but he just puts his life on the line with every hit. He's always on. He loves to get in the back. Tease is just looking to see if someone can maybe lose a life on a, on a random Absolutely. Sunday. We need some dogs back. Yeah, Tease wants some dogs. We need some dogs. We just got Judon. That's it. Duggar's a dog, so let's get Johnson too. Johnson's a good player, but he's Kyle Duggar. Like literally, yeah. NFL.com's comparison for him is it's Kyle, Kyle Duggar. Duggar. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I, I started it. And and I haven't um, been as well versed in the safeties because we were tied up with some things, uh, you know, administrative you things. Got big things going on today. So uh, that's why I, I I prefaced it with the style, you know, yeah. because I do think that that style is something that Belichick really likes. Um, he's really wanted it for a long time. And then seemed to finally get it when he brought Patrick Chung back the second time. Yep. And I think a lot of the guys that he's used since then, he's always had a guy in that kind of mold. A guy who might be physical enough to cover tight ends, definitely physical enough to get in the box and support on the run, play you know a hybrid linebacker kind of role. And sometimes it's not always the same guy. And Evan just talked about all of those guys kind of have that same profile. Yep. Duggar, Phillips, and, and I think you're right, even Bledsoe. Uh, I think even though we haven't seen him really with the varsity, so to speak, uh, that's what he profiles. Yeah, so we're, we're I wonder if they need somebody different than that. 
Totally. And that's it just seems like every draft they get one, every free agency period, they seem to sign one of those guys. And that's that's why, like, I just I can't totally rule out Brian Branch as much as, uh, you know, I don't think it's it's really uh, that's the need. Um, but I, I think the free safety thing is, is what that Evan mentioned is is a big piece of it. You know, do you have those guys you needed? I just I go back to 2012. They didn't really have that guy. They were getting beat left and right uh, on the deep balls. So they had to make a move with McCourty, and that kind of was the first kind of piece to fall before then, you know, then you bring back Chung, and then it all kind of clicks into place. So it, it's a tough it's a tough class to get a read on, and, and you just can't ignore how much they love those strong safety types. And you brought up special teams. Uh, I want to just throw this to Evan. We could probably wrap this up. Um, is there a late-round guy that might be, you know, that special teams kind of profile that can do some different things. So the one guy that if you have someone teased, oh, feel, feel free to follow there, up. There's a one guy that, that stood out other than Trey Dean, who obviously was the star of the shrine bowl, but a uh, Jordan Howden from Minnesota was another player that really stood out that I think is going to be able to have some of that, safety nickel versatility and to be able to play in the box but also play a little bit at corner and and deep as well and and has some special teams traits to him too but i I just you mentioned sydney brown from illinois i i actually really like his teammate jatavius martin uh who plays a nickel free safety hybrid type of role but out of all these people in this class I think Martin is the one guy that I watched that I really felt comfortable saying that he could play post safety in the middle of the field and have that range and have that size to be able to play back there I don't I don't know if anybody else in this class can do it better on film currently uh, than Tretavius Martin and you just look at that Illinois secondary and I have no idea how anybody completed the pass against those guys they weren't but, a lot. They but, weren't. that defense was legit yeah I mean Martin Sydney Brown, Witherspoon, we talked about earlier. Uh, they have three legit guys in this draft that are top 100 style players uh, in that secondary. And any one of those guys, I think, of the Patriots drafted, any one of them, I, I think Patriots fans should be happy uh, with the pick. This this might be an undrafted free agent guy, uh, Kayvon Merriweather from Iowa. He's already just, you know, he's just floating back there, but his his two minute highlight tape. <laughs> a lot of goal line stands. Just see him like I could just see him, you know, field goals, you know, on the line, punt return, stuff like that. Just, you know, making one one play you need a year. Folks, in life, if you can find anybody who cares about you the way Tease cares about draft prospects, you you're doing something right <laughs> in this world. I'll tell you that. Um I'm gonna put a a little bit of a bow on this one here. Uh we had Wide receivers, tight ends uh, was our last podcast. That's a long one because obviously you're dealing with a lot. Another long one today with the secondary. I think this one, those corners, I think you need to really keep an eye on at the top of the draft. I think that's in play. And uh, I know that the boys, all three of you, have a, a little bit of a crush on Christian Gonzalez. If he slips, oh. I'll just let's, let's close it out with this. Just kind of a short answer, yes, no. If he sort of slips and gets to 10, 11, 12, is he worth trading up for? I I I, I guess yes. Yeah. I mean I I just didn't, I love him. Yeah, I do. I mean the only real thing with me is just Pac-12. That's it. You know that's just like coming from that 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 league. Like that's it. Kind of mean. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I call it the pack slow <laughs> because <laughs> everybody in that conference. That's why Juice falls in love with all the wide receivers from the Pac-12. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, mean, I say no. I, I wouldn't trade up for him. Uh, the main reason why is because I think this draft is so insanely deep at corner that fair enough i don't think that you can go wrong with, with about 10 of these guys and I, I this is how i feel at corner in general at 14 i don't love corner at 14 because 
at 46. And look, I know the second round has not been great for the Patriots at corner, but this class I think is unique. I think this class is different that you're going to get a guy in that second round range that would probably be a back end of the first round player in a different class. That's how deep we are at corner this year. So I, I think that that's, I am not exactly as into corner at 14 as everybody else because I feel like you can get what they need, which is really just a matchup, big, bigger corner on the outside to, to play at a high volume at boundary corner uh, as late as probably the end of the third round. Is he worth it for you? NFL made number zero available for a reason this year. (laughs) That's a great answer. There it is. (laughs) I like it. He's unbelievable. All right, so that's our latest draft prospect review. Uh, We will be back uh, next week with a few more positions to come. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.